a soulmate isn't someone who completes you. No, a soulmate is someone who inspires you to complete yourself. Welcome to the Get Well, Get Money podcast with Bricks and Matt. And on this podcast, we share lessons and experiences with you guys to help you become healthy and wealthy. What up, squad? Welcome back to the podcast again. My favorite time of the week, as always, I get to see my one of my best friends in the world, my man Matt Lane, and I get to have a conversation with some of the best people in the world, man. Like you guys listening right now, shout out to the Brick Squad. Shout out to everybody that supports. The podcast supports Matt's brand. We love you guys. I literally just got goosebumps. Like for real, look, Matt. I don't know. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, like for real. It's 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 nuts how excited I get and how much energy just do this just doing this gives me because I I didn't sleep at all last night. I probably got 90 minutes of sleep. Um and it's I have these pockets where I just don't get sleep. And normally, you know, I was dragging this morning. If you look at my Snapchat, follow me on Snapchat. I'm back on Snapchat too. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I'm back on Snapchat. So follow me on Snapchat at Bricks Fitness, B-R-I-X Fitness. And um, if you see my snaps this morning, I was kind of dragging, right? I was like, man, you know, my energy was real low. But the moment we started recording, I just got this jolt just now, man. So thank you guys for that, man. Thank you guys. Thank y'all. Y'all make this worth it for real. So let's just start off with the realization. Just go ahead. Hit me with your realization. All right. So last night I had a, I took my aunt to dinner, right? And I I have a lot of pain associated to my childhood with my childhood. And I hate to be that guy right now, but it is what it is. Uh, Our childhoods are what make us who we are, right? The the events in our childhood, we, we carry it through our entire lives. And I got a lot of clarity on my childhood by talking to my aunt last night. One of my, my resolutions for this year is to make the effort to, to get my, get closer to my family members because I didn't grow up in a family oriented environment. And I want to change that. I want to change that for myself. I want to change it for my children. So I reached out to my aunt who recently moved to the area and I took her to dinner last night and she gave me some more like history on their childhood and the things that my wow. mom, yeah, and the things that, Whoa. yeah, the things that my mom experienced as a child, and she kind of gave me some very unique insight on who I'm dealing with with my mom, you know, and and okay. why she is who she is, and um, so so my aunt's childhood was, and I'm gonna get off this in a sec, was probably 10x whatever complaint I have about my childhood about my mom, my my aunt's issue with my grandma was 10 times worse. So whenever I'm talking to her, she kind of like minimizes and not even intentionally, but she's like, motherfucker, you ain't dealing with shit. Try, ha- try having X, Y, and Z happen to you. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it's that in the third, you feel what I'm saying? And it kind of makes me feel yeah. like, Damn. like, yeah, you know, in my head, it sounds like this shit I went through with my mom was fucked up, but really when compared to to other people's situation, yeah. I didn't have it that bad, and that that's that perspective kind of freed me a little bit because I still catch myself at times feeling like a victim, you know, call, you know, yeah. myself like making myself into a, a victim, and I'm sure. I'm not. I got to get rid of that because I claim that I don't have the victim mentality anymore, and then I also because I vlogged about this, and I know I'm getting a little long with it, but I promise this is I'm gonna wrap this up. I vlogged yesterday about it. Um, because me and my mom got in, she, 
she heard about a post that I did on Facebook and, and I, and I, and in the caption, I wrote that I was a welfare baby and I wasn't supposed to make it to 23, basically explaining that I had a very hard life and I was sharing a proud moment. I was sharing the, the picture. I mean, I'm sorry, a picture of the sign on my office door. Right. So that's, that's what that was about. So she got offended apparently and she got on my Facebook and she like started commenting all these nasty things, bro. Like nasty shit, S stuff that no parents should ever say to their child. I don't care what the situation is. Right. And, um, that shit stung me, bro. It, it, it really did. And I forgot where I was going with that part of the story. But anyway, that, that was my insight of the week. Um, it was a very healing conversation because again, it just helps me understand. It helps me understand more. And I, I just know I have my role in this situation. You know, not to say I gotta, you know, play the, you know, be the bigger person. I, I even hate that, but I have, I'm equipped. I'm more equipped to yeah. have understanding in the situation. So with that equipment comes the responsibility to just handle it with love. And I haven't been handling it with love. I've been handling, I've been angry. You know, I've been bitter. Yeah. I've been resentful when I talked about situations with my parents. And that makes me no better than anyone else in the situation. You know, if I'm going to speak about it from that place. So that was, uh, that was big for me. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know that that's a pain point. And, um, talking to you person to person right now, uh, it's not my place to say, but like I can feel that that area needs to be explored. Like yeah. that, that needs to be explored. So I, th I think that's big of you. And that's, um, it's like it's courageous. It is like, like because that's a that's a pain point for you. So good. Yeah. I'm glad that you're delving into that. Thanks, man. What um, about you? So let's so let's talk about me. Um, I had, whew, I had a lot of quote unquote breakthroughs this week. I want to give you. Um, I want to give you only. I want to give you two. One because I think it's tangible for you, the listeners, and the other one just because I'm. Uh, I'm gonna be selfish on this one. The first one is my training i feel a little stagnant i've been training about the same way for the last 4 or 5 months which has been strength training all functional big four like the four big movements and just sticking to that and you know uh progression and whatnot but i fell in love with fitness originally with bodybuilding isolation movements and whatnot mm -hmm. so it's such a simple thing but I, I sort of switched my programming a little bit and i am like so much happier. Like I, there's so, I have so much more endorphins running through me when I, I think leave. You should break down the difference between the big, the big four okay. and the isolations for, for people. So guys, Bricks and I, I know we agree in this and there's a billion different ways to train, but the four big movements are the deadlift, the squat. Uh, I do dumbbell bench press, but bench press and then um, overhead press. Those are like, if, in my opinion, if you couldn't do any more movements, if you could only do those for the rest of your life, you'd be complete. So mm -hmm. I switched to this functional training and that is very functional. Um, I've been doing it in strength, like a strength style. So certain rep scheme and whatnot. I flipped, um, well, I didn't flip, but I'm implementing both now isolation bodybuilding with that functionality. So two days are strength and two days are, uh, bodybuilding, but Again, I fell in love with bodybuilding to begin with. The first mm -hmm. eight months, that's what I did. And it just, I don't know, it like, it electrified me to go back. So the long, the, the long tail of this is just to say, switch your programming up 
if mm-hmm. especially if you hit a wall, it may be because of your your programming. Switch it yeah. up and try something different because I just I feel totally different on a daily basis now. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yep. And, and I remember not knowing, you know, what to do in the gym, and I would always just go to bodybuilding.com and pick one yep. of those programs. That's a good resource, and we're not being paid to to plug bodybuilding.com, but I personally used it back in the day. So if you if you need routines, if you can't afford coaching, definitely um, check out bodybuilding.com. And there's a there's a few other places where you can actually get like six, eight, 12 week programs to just follow and you can manipulate them to make it fit. What's yeah. what's best for you? So, yeah. Thanks and for the uh, the second. Yeah, man, for sure. Like I, I know somebody somewhere is going to benefit from that. But uh, the second breakthrough is a little bit more personal and more about, you know, this brand and what Bricks and I are doing. But um, the, the most profound thing that Bricks has ever said to me was uh, this is our responsibility. What we are doing, like, yes, it is unbelievably fun. We enjoy doing it. But this is our responsibility, guys. We we may laugh and joke, but we take this so seriously. Like you, we take this so seriously. Yeah, yeah. He said, this is our responsibility. And it struck a chord with me. And he told me also not long ago that this process, cause he's a little farther ahead than I am, but this process is going to test me. And I've been seeing these tests. Um, a lot of work that I did this past week was, accidentally deleted which it's not that big of a deal but it was like sort of the tip that hit the iceberg that sort of broke me a little bit it was just a mm-hmm. little thing um and i it was a test it was yep. this universe testing me it was this process testing me um and i walked away from it with a good perspective on it and learned something rather than bitch moaning complaining um now let me keep it 100 i did uh freak out at first and mm-hmm. i'm okay to say that I got the aggression out. I destroyed a chair, um, but it was a chair that needed to be destroyed. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But hey, did it's you better than that. Better than- did you make? Did you? Was it? Was it a a response? Was it like a reaction, or did you intentionally say, "Okay, I'm going to use this chair to get my aggression 100%. out"? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. So I was actually sitting right here and I was like, oh my God, I just lost two full episodes. I mean, it was hours of work. And, um, and then I, uh, I, I turned around and I was like, I know I got to get this aggression out. I, I, I just got to get it out. And the chair was old. I needed to throw it out. It's just been sitting Mm -hmm. here. And I was like, I need to, I need to do this. I went out and just destroyed it. Anyway, the point is that I learned from it that perspective and blah, 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 blah. The universe is testing me. Mm-hmm. I'm stronger because of it. I know I am. So, yeah, there's, that's it. There's actually a place, real quick, in this area that you can go and break electronics when you're upset. Yeah. You're oh, like, I f- and I felt incredible. Right when I was done, I felt incredible. Oh, that shit don't work for me. I meditate. No? No. That don't it work. It was a true moment of, like, <laughs> I just lost hours of painstaking work i think in those in those situations i I think that's when i really use the power of perspective right i always i i even make up a story in my head you know like all right that needed to happen for a reason that i may not understand right now but in the grand scheme in the macro view it'll it'll make sense so that helps me it it wasn't and it wasn't that one thing just other things were toppling up adding up adding up adding up and i was like okay a little bit of reaction 
and then um, I learned from it. Anyway, let's get into the topic here. And before we do get into the topic, guys, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. We appreciate you. We want to switch the call to action, if you don't mind. Um, go to BricksFitness.com or MattLaneFitness.com and support us by purchasing merch or anything that you see there. We got a lot of good things, meal plans, blah, blah, blah. Or, and iTunes reviews for this podcast. That is the single most thing that is going to make this podcast grow. Thank you so much. I am, um, I'm going to be reading off every single person that leads, leaves a review. I'll be, um, actually calling out your name. Um, so thank you. We appreciate you guys. That's incredible if you can do that. Yes. And that, and that's going to happen towards the end of the episode. We're going to definitely shout out every single person who leaves a, a, a review on iTunes. If nothing else, I don't care if you don't buy anything, if you don't tell a friend, if you have two minutes, please go to iTunes and, and leave a review. It helps a lot. Like Matt just said, I'm just kind of piggybacking on what he said because it's super important. It helps us a lot. Um, so, so for all the people who've, who've left reviews, thank you so much. We thank definitely, you. we're going to get around to shouting out, shouting out every single yep. one of you guys. Um, we're going to, yep. we're going to start picking a few to actually read their reviews. You know, I think we should yep. pick one or two to read their reviews because yep. we just want to show you guys how much we really appreciate, not just for, for the fact that it helps grow the podcast, of course, but. That's a, that's, that's a person who took time out of their day, not just to listen, yep. but to go a little further and, and support us by, you know, leaving a review. And it don't have to be a positive review. I want uh, nothing but yeah, honest reviews. Neg- let us, let us know. Negative too. Bring it on. Yep. And as long as it's honest, as long as it's not coming from a place of some hater shit, don't be on them hater shit. Yeah, I just want, <laughs> I just want to tally on them real quick. Anyway. So, um, all yeah, right. The, the so, let- Let's hop into this bad boy. So Jenna's been helping me with the podcast. Thank you, baby. I appreciate you. And we've been coming up with topics and whatnot. And I originally texted Bricks, soulmates don't exist. Uh, but the the concept of just soulmates, part partnerships, no, relationships. So let's just call this soulmates for right now. Mm-hmm. Let me start it off with this. Do you believe in love at, love at first sight? Do I believe in love at first sight? No. Me either. No. I don't either. And guys, we we, we don't speak we don't speak about this stuff beforehand, just so you know. Yeah, no, I'm trying to I was trying to I was trying to get his natural reaction. And so I'll expound on that. I don't believe in love at first sight. I don't believe in the movies where they're like, you know, it zooms in on his face and he's like, Oh my god, there she is. Mm -hmm. It that's her. Like I don't believe in that crap because Point blank. It wasn't love at first sight when I met Jenna. Mm-hmm. It wasn't love at first sight. Okay. Well, when I, when I saw Bricks, I, it was done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was love at first sight. I mean, <laughs> listener, I know you think the same thing. Oh, no, but the point is up. that for, like with my wife, it was an evolution. It was, and it grows deeper and deeper and deeper every day it's it's so corny but it's so true when i all throughout my teen years and anytime i was dating i would sort of look for that perfect person mm-hmm. and when i was with that person and i found one flaw that was totally normal i was like well fuck this i'm out like yeah, yeah. It, and also with friends like family members it like the concept wasn't just with romantic relationships anyway the point there is perspective in 
nobody's perfect. And yeah, does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? Yeah, 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 absolutely. But and, and from my side, with my wife, it was the polar opposite of whatever love at first sight is. Not saying I looked at her and I'm like, ew, hey, I hate her. Like, nah. But what I'm saying is our relationship kind of, you know how most relationships, they start in the honeymoon stage. Yeah, right? absolutely. And they gradually, they start high and then they gradually decline. Our relationship was backwards. It started real low, real rough. And we, as we get more time in, things are getting better and better and better and better and better. So that's, that's the pattern in our relationship because with my wife, I didn't see it. For one, I didn't see myself ever getting married again, period. Not to her, not to Holly Berry, not nobody, right? And hold on. Do you know who Holly Berry is? I'm, I'm pulling your car right now because your face. <laughs> I'm giving him his face Mel. right now. It's like. Mel. Yes. No, uh, the thing, <laughs> I know who. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> he didn't know who Aaliyah I know who was. Ha- I know who Halle Berry is. Absolutely. Okay, all right, anyway, um, so I didn't. I wasn't gonna get married. Period. I didn't think I. I definitely didn't think I was gonna marry her. I didn't even think we were gonna be in a relationship. I did not see it at all. Yeah. I thought she was very attractive. She was smart. She trained hard, but I did not see it. I actually was in a relationship when we met. Anyway. That's another, that's another long story. But my point is, do, is she my soulmate? Hell fucking yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. Not because she's my best friend or because, you know, when I see her, I get butterflies in my stomach or, you know, that sort of thing that we normally attach to soulmates, you know, like when you, when you think, I mean, I, before I really learn, go ahead. That, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Like that's that's a very what you just said was a very good way to put that. Like it's how we how we verbalize soulmates or how we think about soulmates. So go ahead. Yeah. Now I'm not a I'm I, I believe in God. I'm just not a religious person. Person I don't call myself anything. I don't call myself Christian. I believe in a lot of the Christian values. But anyway, there's a if you look on YouTube, there's a sermon by a pastor, Pastor Torre Roberts. He's the, that's the church I used to go to, One Church LA, back when I lived in Hollywood. And he has an amazing sermon on, on soulmates on YouTube. So you guys should check that out. We should actually throw the link in the show yeah. notes because yeah, it, we'll do that. it broke it down, man. So whether you're, you're a spiritual person or not, I think you'll get some value from looking at that, uh, the video. And it's again, it's Pastor Torre Roberts, One Church LA. And just and just Google that. But yeah, the the link will be in the show notes. So let me go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, well I was gonna um, I was gonna take it left. So go ahead. Okay. Um. I, no. And it's it's funny, man, because we we talk shit about memes, right? And I think there's a lot of really good memes that I've learned a lot. I, like I'm we're I'm like I'm a part of the very first internet kid generation. You know, like. I was, I was on AOL in middle school. I think, you know, your generation, my generation, we're pretty much the first people on, on the internet. So I learned a lot from memes and, and, and stupid shit on the internet. And, uh, I remember a year back or two, two two years back, I ran into a meme. I couldn't find the exact meme, but this one kind of has the same sentiments. And it said, um, a soulmate isn't someone who completes you. 
No, a soulmate is someone who inspires you to complete yourself. A soulmate is someone who loves you with so much conviction and so much heart that it's nearly impossible to doubt just how capable you are of becoming exactly you. I'm sorry, let me read that last part again. A soulmate is someone who loves you with so much conviction and so much heart that it that it's nearly impossible to doubt just how capable you are of becoming exactly who you have always wanted to be. Right. And that's kind of what it was for my wife. When she met me, I was a fucking mess, bro. I was a mess and I'm still a mess. I'm a little tidier. I'm a little less rough around the edges, but I'm still a mess. You know, I had no way have arrived as a husband, as a man, as a father, you know, um, but she's seen things in me that I did not see in myself. She told me I was a king. She, she proclaimed everything that's happening right now. She, she spoke it into me very early, you know, before I saw it. And, um, that's, I think that's one, one of the things you will get from a soulmate, you know, is that unconditional. And she kind of like awoken something in my spirit, in my spirit on a personal level that made me want to step my shit up, you know? And I think that's one of the, when picking a mate, right? So let's just, let's just, cause a lot, some people don't believe in soulmates, right? But we all at some point have to figure out who we're going to spend our lives with. You know, that's, that's just human nature. And I think that's one of the most important decisions there is no decision you make in your life will be more vital to where your life goes than who you choose to spend your life with, you know, your significant other. So, um, just make sure that that person, and it's hard, man, because I've gotten, I've shared this with you, Matt. I've gotten DMS from people. And so now I try to be careful um, from, from their girlfriends who, who dudes apparently who have broken up with their girlfriends because of something that I said. So I got to walk light when I'm talking about relationships, but, um, listen, it is what it is, man. There's a lot of people who, who have goals for their life, right? But their current relationship will not allow them. I mean, I can't say that, you know, but it is highly unlikely or it makes it 10 times harder to get to where they're trying to go in life when they're in the, in this kind of relationship. Right. So it is what it is. If the shoe fits, sorry. So, you know, you touched on something in a roundabout way earlier. You said basically that this quote unquote soulmate, if you want to label it, that does not get in your way. They actually propel you. Yeah, for sure. That's basically what you were saying. Absolutely. And it's it's so funny that you said that. I wasn't even planning on saying this, but you sparked a thought. Jenna and I wrote our own we wrote our own vows. And in in my vows, I specifically said Oh my god, I just totally lost train of thought of what I actually said verbatim, but regardless, what it basically said was we cannot lose ourselves in this marriage. Mm-hmm and become one person. Yeah. We have to stay individuals because I feel that you have to remain a whole individual to make a complete couple. Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, be you holes. can't you can't lose yourself. You can't lose yourself. I don't, I don't know if I shared this with you before, but this is a, an example or an analogy that I got from someone. They said they just they said you should be 
a car. So they use the, the example of a car. You should be a functioning car. You should be able to drive from New York to California with your car, right? But your mate, the person that you end up spending your life with should be your sunroof, should be your air conditioner, should be, you know, your leather seats. They shouldn't be your engine. They shouldn't be your transmission. They shouldn't be your left front tire, you know? Yep. So that's, and, and, and that, I hope that example uh, helps paint a picture of the point we're trying to make with this. Yeah, it does make sense without a doubt. I, I, that is a good analogy. I think you've used that analogy before. Yeah. Um, I think when we were actually talking about relationships. Yeah, that, we did that, that episode. That really helped paint the picture for me, man. So I'll try to shoot. I, li- I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, so I pulled some facts. Um, let's see here. What did I say? A September 2018 Bloomberg article slash video. Um, I'll include this in the description. Um, Bloomberg Post said that a University of Maryland um, sociology professor, Philip Cohen, stated, Generation X, and especially the millennials, are being pickier about who they marry nowadays. They are getting their education, careers, and finances on track before they get married. Um, this result, so everybody knows that the national standard for the U.S. is 50% of um, marriages end in divorce, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks to the millennials, especially, and Generation X, we have dropped that 18%. So it in, so th- the stat is better now, is what you're saying? It's better. Oh, yeah. sweet. So, yeah. So because we are basically getting our lives together, mm. becoming more, individ- more, more of an individual, we work better as a couple, and people are more closely looking at who are they married. See, I think the generations prior to us, marriage was something that they were pressured, you know. Yeah. It, it happened very earlier in, in lives than it does nowadays. Nowadays, people yep. really want to take their time. They want to, you know, they, they're learning from the mistakes of, the, of their generations before them. Well, and get this. So it also, this article also went on to say that the boomers are still getting divorced mm-hmm. in their sixties and seventies. Damn. Right? Like, God dang. Like, sucks, the, bro. To, towards the end of your life, that means you're, you're ending things. But not only that, that means they've been putting up with something mm-hmm. or handling something for that long. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I didn't dig too much deeper into that article, but it did say something around, um, you know, when World War II, like World War II ended and there was a massive spike in um, marriages, which hence mm-hmm. the boomer generation, like there was a boom of babies. Um, the war ended, so everybody started fucking. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, that is that is interesting. I don't know. I think we should talk a little bit more about so, okay, so if you were single, right, what would be your approach to to dating? Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't even, I'm glad, I, I'm glad you, I, you didn't ask me that. I, w- I don't even fucking know, Ooh. bro. I couldn't imagine being single right now. Like the thought of being single just blows my mind in a very terrible way. Because I, I wouldn't know what the, because this, anyway, yeah, you answer the question. So she built, she builds me so, she builds me up so much. And like, 
Ah, God. Like, yeah, I don't okay. think that's the question. What would I was gonna answer though? Because I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but try. I would, I, I would be, I, I know, I would be a completely different person. Um, for the negative, I mean, without a doubt, uh, it's just over the course of the past coming up on ten years, just we've grown so much. So, is, is this assuming that I never met her? Yeah, never of was course, her? of course. I'd be dead. I would be dead. Like literally, like in yeah, I, I would not be alive. Yeah, I'd be dead. Oh shit, that's deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Hmm. I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be oh, dead, man. I explain. I would. How, why would you be dead, Matt? The fuck? Well, like I started growing up at age 19 like I, my life started when i was 19 okay. and i was suicidal i was suicidal at 14 um and you know that that one episode that i talked about i actually tried to attempt suicide mm-hmm. when i was 14 um you know and five years later i wasn't much better mm-hmm. um i was just finally out of the house of my parents and whatnot um uh, so my direction my life started like Around the time at nineteen, okay, right around the time. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I, I have no doubt in my mind I'd be dead. Yo, we're all fucking damaged goods, yo. Shout out to everybody that's <laughs> damaged goods, bro. For real, man, we're all fucked up. We've all had some fucked up experience in in life, but I think yeah. those are my favorite people. Honestly, to the people who've been through some shit, they get it. You know, because I think life is is so much based in suffering. That if you've been sheltered, I think that's a disadvantage. Yeah, for real. Well, and you know, it's funny. You, you touched on earlier. You were like, you know, my problems. Um, and we're coming back around, guys. Hang tight. You were like, my problems compared to my my aunt's problems. Like, what the hell is I crying about? You know, yeah. and I often think that, you know, be, and, and I'll be I'll be flat out honest with you. The the comparison of just Bricks and I about how, you know, he grew up in the streets and like, it was the exact opposite with me. Mm-hmm. Like it was Caucasian as it gets, mm-hmm. you know, but there was such an internal struggle in my head that I was unable to deal with. Mm-hmm. And that's what led to that event. Anyway, I say that to say she is. So yeah, everything. you'd be dead. No, I get it. I get it now. Makes sense. And it's so weird, man, because we talk about you have to be whole. I don't think either one of us were, were whole when we met our, our wives, though. No. Mm-mm. You know? Mm-mm. So, but in a way, you know, like, you, you know, that saying, oh, you complete me, right? I don't think she completed me, but I think she, right. she made me want to complete myself. Perfectly put. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Um, I don't think I, become whole i don't think i become complete if i don't meet her though yeah but i agree again i wasn't looking for anyone at the same at the time and i think that's a i I think you shouldn't search i think going out you know i mean i don't know i can't really say because no no I, i fully agree um little known fact she was my rebound and i was her rebound Mm. Oh, she yeah. she was dating keeping a doctor. A, yeah, keeping it a hundred. Like <laughs> I won't go into mm-hmm. it. 
<laughs> we got a little Christmas story, but I'm gonna keep that an insider bet. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You can say it. That no, was no, no, no. I don't. Want to <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So, so I think I I think the art of like going out and doing speed dating and going on, you know, internet sites. I mean, it may, but it works for some people. So I I'm not trying to you know ridicule people who do that, but I just think the best happenings in life and when it comes to relationships when it comes to career when it comes to business when it comes to friendships it's always it always happens organically you know yeah. I, i'm more into allowing right versus searching for stuff yeah attracting you know i i, I attract versus like anytime i try to force anything in my life bro it it never works out so i'm right now i'm just speaking on a personal level not every everyone's story is different you know what works for someone else it just didn't work for me so so now like i i just i put zero uh i don't want to say i don't put effort into doing things but i just don't force i don't force nothing yeah universe usually sends me everything that i need and i and i trust in that yeah. process you know when and i i don't want to drag this on too long but i do want to switch gears a little bit and say that this concept doesn't just apply to romantic relationships. It's also with friends or yeah. with business partners or with whoever. And something that I recently figured out is between Bricks and I that it's not going to be perfect. And you and I have said this, mm -hmm. but until it's in action, it's very difficult to understand. Yeah. But, you know, just simple things such as communication and whatnot, like, no one's going to be perfect. This relationship's not going to be perfect. It's that I choose to go in this endeavor, uh, to continue this message, to do what we're doing, and he vice versa. I ain't perfect. No. But it's the, it's the decision, like, it's the decision to press forward. And I think that's with any relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Our friendship is like a marriage or, you know, it, cause there's yeah. so many layers to it. There's a business friendship. It's a personal friendship. And, um, we, we had to literally commit to one another like you would in, in a romantic, a romantic relationship. So all these principles can apply. Um, so yep. when you say soulmate, when you say relationships, whatever the case may be, like your friends, the friends you choose are just as important as the woman you choose. I mean, a little less important, yep. but still very important nonetheless um so 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 these principles like i said they they apply to that that shit too all right guys long story short the wrap up of this is it's your decision to stick with that quote unquote soulmate you know you can believe if it is a soulmate you can believe if there is a soulmate or if there is not a soulmate it's your decision to continue with that person and you should be a complete person before you are a full couple and this can apply in more than just romantic relationships. But, um, yeah, I feel like that was a terrible wrap up again. No, I, I think I, I just wanted to bring back the point of making sure you strategize with picking this person. If you are single yeah. or if you're on your way out of a relationship and on a lot, a lot of people probably fit in those buckets, take this piece of advice, understand how important it is. Okay, before we wrap all the way up, make sure you have the qualities of the person that you're looking for. 
Make sure you have the qualities of the person that you are looking for. You're always going to attract who you are. Basically. Yep. So yep. before, so if you're still, if you're broken, if you know you got some shit you need to fix about yourself, start fixing it. Right. And then, and this is from my personal experience, the universe will send you all the tools you need to, to become the complete person that you're supposed to be. And that yeah. may include an amazing partner. Right. So we appreciate you guys again. Please leave the reviews on iTunes. We appreciate that. And uh, until next week, man, we love you guys. Peace. Later, y'all.